Hey, welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. It's a Monday morning, and uh, we didn't do the morning briefing here on the show due to uh, the U.S. markets being closed because of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, however, we do have a couple uh, up corporate updates that we want to share throughout the day, starting off with our friend Mark Ashcroft from Aurelius Minerals. Aurelius trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol AUL. Uh, Mark, you released a new drill results late last week uh, that really continues to prove the thesis that you and you've been sharing here to our listeners over the last couple months. Um, I remember the last time you and I spoke, the idea was potentially greater depth, you could find better grade. Uh, and it certainly feels like you proved that out with these first couple drill holes that you released. Uh, give us a quick walkthrough, uh, telling us what you discovered and really how you, this continues to uh, develop your story at Aureus. Well, Trev, thanks very much for uh, having me here today, and um, you know, thanks for uh, thanks for for paying attention to uh, to Aurelius Minerals. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, you know, like. I think, you know, to your point, we, we had a hypothesis. We've been testing that hypothesis. And now I think we've been demonstrating that hypothesis with the results that we're getting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm certainly, we're certainly challenged as are many others with just the slow turnaround time of the assays. But, you know, we, we really came up with three, three key metrics here on, on this, with this most recent uh, release of holes. Firstly, we've identified over 30 new mineral horizons um and intervals and i think that's important because we we always talk about the big thick saddles and and now we're seeing there's that you know there is intense mineralization in between those saddles so we've got you know the opportunity for 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 block development if you will uh secondly you know we continue to demonstrate the high grade nature uh of the deposit um you know hole four intersected uh you know 1.6 meters at uh 109 grams per ton uh, gold and and you know that included a full meter of 174.5 grams and and then further down the hole um, you know within 16 and a half meters of eight grams you know we had half a meter of 255 grams per ton so we certainly have that high grade mineralization and then further down in, in hole three which if you recall we released holes in November so I mean that puts you in perspective we're talking six weeks between batches of holes and and that's from hole three to hole four um, and they would have gone in not you know, in, in very similar timelines. So only a couple of weeks apart. Um, you know, we, we intersected, uh, you know, half a meter of 16 grams per ton at, at you know, 606 meters of, of hole depth, but that hole was started 165 meters underground. So, you know, that was almost, that was almost at 800 meters of depth from the surface. And we could continue to see these mineral horizons. So we're certainly, um, we're certainly seeing a lot of mineralization in the, in the system. Um, you know, it's exciting. And, uh, you know, I'm really hoping that with our next set of holes, five, six, and seven, I'm hoping we get them in more of a batch so that we can continue, you know, to flush this story out and, and, and to tell our investors what's happening on the east. And, of course, we have 10 holes waiting to come from the, from the surface drilling over on the west, which is, um, which is exciting as well. Uh, in a couple of the images you shared in that news release, uh, you do highlight the, the depth of the previously identified mineralization. Is that probably about, what is that, 350 uh, meters below surface? It's about right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that okay. would pretty much have been about the, the, max, uh, the maximum um, depth of drilling. You know, I think the other crucial thing that, that, that's important to us, and again, it's another hypothesis, but for years you've heard people talk about the Maguma trend in Nova Scotia being, you know, analogous to the Bendigo gold fields of, of Victoria, Australia. And, and Bendigo is most topical now because it's the host of the Fosterville mine, which, which Kirkham Lake has. And, 
you know, Newfound Gold talks about that in their, you know, in their play in Newfoundland. And, and I think what we were able to do with this deep hole in number three is that proof of concept. We, that's the, that was the deepest hole drilled for gold in Nova Scotia that we're, uh, that we're aware of. And that has demonstrated the proof of concept. So listen, our next steps, obviously we'd like to see something, you know, drilled further down like that. It's very challenging because the rock type changes and that's the key. It's not just additional gold at depth. We're seeing rock types change. The rock's been metamorphosed, which means it's closer to a heat source. And so now we want to try to identify that source of the, of the heat, be it in a fault or, you know, a magmatic eruption or whatever it is, but we're certainly getting closer to the source of this gold. And I think that's what's really, really quite compelling as well. Yeah, we've got a really good opportunity for mineralization and, and a lot of it and gold, high-grade gold, you know, from surface going down. But we're seeing really good opportunities at depth too. There's a, there's a lot to be drilled here. Yeah. So let's move over uh, just to the side of these. you got a couple of holes still pending, obviously. Uh, but those were about just as deep as these last two, weren't they? We started to... Yeah, so we were pushing. So we've got holes five, six um, are are in the lab, are on their way to the lab. If they're not in the lab, five's in the lab. Six would be on its way if not if it's not fully there. Okay. Um, yeah, in fact, it is. Sorry, I'm just checking my notes here. Um, you know, hole seven. The uh, in fact, the drillers are back. The drillers are back tomorrow um, after their Christmas break. There was some. We've had a bit of a COVID hiccup up here in Canada where we see more travel restrictions put down even domestically. Uh, and that is, and, and we've had airline travel mm -hmm. uh, changes. So it's been hard to get some of the drillers to the site. So um, even, even just, just from their home location, they just have to travel more. So uh, they'll be back tomorrow and we're going to continue drilling hole seven. And our rule of thumb is we drill until it's not worth, you know, until we either can't drill, which is what happened in hole three. We actually limited out on the depth of the, of the equipment or, we're not seeing the rocks we like, or, you know, we have technical issues. So for instance, you know, we tried to, to repeat three or we tried to do that with hole four. We started losing hole four in the, in the, in the broken up ground. So rather than risk losing the whole thing, we, you know, we stopped drilling. Um, so, uh, so hole five and six, they're not as deep as three, uh, but we certainly have pushed some of the, some of the depth there. Well, I remember you and I chatting about the, the theory was potentially the deeper you go the higher grade you could find um getting closer to that heat source and that was really the idea and i think these first two holes obviously show that and i want to get your perspective you can put your mine engineer hat back on and talk about underground mine development when you get these these intervals with this type of grade uh, you know how what, what does this do to your engineering mentality here so i mean i think it's it's twofold one um and i think so what's really interesting here is there's certainly a nugget effect in play um, in, in Nova Scotia. And it, that's been well known for a, a long time. And I think if you take a look at our press release, um, physically, we included a picture that's, that's of, of the, um, of the half meter of 255 grams. Uh, Cause it's very typical. You can see, we literally cut through a nugget. Yeah. So, you know, if we'd have drilled either side of that six inches, you know, we, we could have missed that nugget, but the flip side is on all on the horizons above and below that intersection we could also see those nuggets and that's why i think it's relevant that you know that that nugget was contained within you know 16 and a half meters of eight grams you know my gut is you know anything better than five is something that's 
eminently, you know, mineable five to six grams of very comfortable with. So when I start seeing like, you know, 16 grams, 16 meters of eight grams, you know, <clears throat> that really is quite appealing. You know, 1.6 meters of 110. I mean, if you go back to our, you know, our, our earlier holes, you know, we've seen some really good um, whips. And, and what that does is that will allow us to plan and we can use selective mining um, whereby we can we can selectively mine the the mineralization potentially we can upgrade that mineralization by using ore sorting technologies be it visual or xrf or something along that that's become quite a well established tool um del ratings did a lot of work with it another company i i am familiar with maritime gold has been looking at that and and so there's real opportunity here and i think that's what's what's quite compelling so so these really appeal to me this really hangs together the fact that we've got these 30 mineral horizons I really like because that gives you the opportunity to see, you know, a, a very significant gold, um, a gold environment that we can we can plan around. The, re the reality is, you know, you need to drill. You need to understand the ore body. I think prior operators didn't have the luxury of the capital allowing them to, to, to drill and understand the ore body. And that's that's really where their past failings were. And I think that's our opportunity. Yeah. So. Even with these first two drill results, you can start potentially putting, having a better understanding of the structure of this down down deep. Yes, because you know this whole four is from the second drill pad, and that second drill pad is eighty meters southwest of the first drill pad where we got holes one, two, and and three. And if you recall, you know that first drill pad, you know hole, I call it the Goldilocks uh, pad because that was the one where. You know, the, the first hole wasn't right on the, wasn't, we didn't like the orientation. So we shut that one down early because we could see it spinning off along the bedding planes. The second hole was a bit too steep. It was catching lots of the limbs. And then hole three was just right because that went down those, those center hinges. So you can imagine, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to work on something in three dimensions. And, and it's a full credit to my, you know, to, to the team that, 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 that I get to work with every day, that they are dynamic in their understanding and they're applying first principles of, of, of reviewing the information as it's coming. They're actively talking to, because we're in Ontario because of, you know, we're, we're not down as frequently as we'd like to be. So we're talking to our site geologists on, you know, FaceTime and, and whatever, um, and actually looking at core with them in real time um, and, 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 you know, reevaluating and repositioning holes as needed. And I think that's why we get the success that we do. And I'm, and I'm really, really, Boyd, I'm I'm excited, um, and I think you know at some point we'll get the right market attention. Uh, did you see any similarities from hole five that you saw from hole three and four? Um, well, uh, you know we put you we on the certainly, spot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm you know <laughs> how do you answer that? Well, we drilled it quite deep, Trev. So um, visually, we obviously saw the structures that we were hoping to see. Um, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a realist. Um, you know, I, I love, uh, you know, I love the visuals, but let's be blunt. The, uh, assay labs give you the goods. Um, and I think that's what, you know, that's what, that's what excites me the most. That's why, you know, you can imagine the pictures we've included in the last couple of, uh, you know, press releases. I mean, that, that we sort of, that's correlated to the lab results. I'm not one just to throw out a promotion and put a picture out there and say, yeah, here it is. And cause you never quite know what the answer will be, yeah. but but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very enthusiastic. That's why we're back, you know, continuing to drill hole seven. Yeah. So, um, very we've good. got about 1800 meters left to drill on that, uh, in that program. And in fact, 
I think we're going to pull one of the surface drills over to the east and do a couple of surface holes just to see what um, what we can get there. All right. Uh, so there's going to be a lot more news out here in the next coming weeks and months, and I'll be sure to be chatting with you as those, that news continues to come in. Uh, hit the tape, and you and I are able to talk and provide some more commentary. Uh, you know, I, I did want to get your thoughts here. Uh, you know, last week, I, I think what – after this news came out, and obviously I found it very positive, uh, you hit hit the thesis right on the head, and now you have the data to back it up. Um, you know, the share price didn't do much. And I think that just kind of goes back and shows you just where we are with the sentiment and junior gold exploration equities right now. Um, it, you, need, you know, there was a time a couple months ago where something like this would really probably really move the share price. Uh, but, you know, what is, what is, what is that movement uh, or maybe lack thereof uh, from Morellis going to tell you overall about the sector? I just, I, I mean, I think it, I think it, it, it's a bit, it's a bit slack. I think people are, are unsure. I mean, there's just so much happening in our world uh, globally, this pandemic, there's fatigue, fatigue kicking in for people. People can only humor themselves, you know, for so long by, you know, I'm going to focus on my portfolio right now. And, and then obviously, you know, the, the domestic situation in the, in the U S and I can assure you there's plenty of Canadians looking down, you know, and, and just trying to figure out what that means for us personally, what it means for us professionally, what it means for our, you know, for our economy. Um, I mean, there's just so much going on. And, and I think, um, you know, but I, I tell you, Trev, I spent 10 years as an investment banker in London, New York and Toronto. And, 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 and one thing I'm buoyed by is, is the share price. We had good volume and, you know, people say, where's your selling come from? And I said, you know, I can't really control selling, but I can certainly influence buying. And I think the fact that we saw, you know, you know, several million shares trade over that, that period and find that support for the stock is, is certainly of comfort. It, it means people are paying attention. It's not like we're hanging out on on no volume. So, I think once we get the attention of the market, and we'll do our best. I, I I'm you know I'm I'm determined to continue to get the message out on behalf of our shareholders, and and we'll see what we can do from there. Yeah, it is pretty amazing though, because I kept on watching the bid ask, and there's this just massive wall on the bid side at five cents. <laughs> Very little people coming in above that. You know, it, well, I mean, it's there's there's not much above it because there's obviously some supply that's coming out, and mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I, I to your, I just you know to contradict myself, you know, I don't really think we have that many <coughs> trading stock, you know, that much free trading stock that should really be, you know, coming out and 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 trading, you know, from prior placements and the like. I think any of that's probably come through. There is some discussion that some, you know, some people do do their. Uh, you know, some tax selling even early in, in, in the January period, which contrasts with what some others argue. But I, I think we're, you know, we do have the, you know, we did do some flow through shares. So maybe that's got something to do with it. But I, I like the fact that we've at least got that, you know, that, that support buying. And you know what, all I can do, all I can do is try to message. And, you know, sometimes it's like pushing, uh, pushing string. But one thing I can tell you is that everything I've said to you, you know, your listeners and, and other listeners is we have executed on what we said we're going to do. We haven't deviated from that plan. You know, it's not the shotgun approach where we're just going to take a blast and see what, you know, see what hits. No, we've got a very focused and determined program. If it doesn't work, then we, we move away from that. But, but so far, you know, we've, we've executed on what we said we're going to do. We, we've made a promise and we've delivered on that. And that's what we'll continue to do. We're in a decent working capital position. 
just around three million bucks um, right now as of uh, as of this week. So, so you know, I'm, I'm comfortable from a treasury perspective. We've got about 1,700 meters. We want to finish on the east. We finished 4,600 meters about on the west. So, so we're not drilling there now until we get some assays back. And then, um, you know, and then, and then put a, put a, you know, put our phase two program together, which we will be doing. Um, but, uh, you know, right now it's like, let's get this information out. Let's get that information, you know, to the market and then allow the market to see what we've, what we've done. Uh, Mark, it takes an honorable man to admit he's going to contradict himself. So appreciate that. <laughs> fine buyers fine buyers that's my, that's my mantra all right hey mark let's leave it at that because i know you and i are probably going to be chatting once again here in the near future and we'll be have more information to share out of the uh, Aureus gold projects but uh, uh anything else you want to leave our listeners here before we let you go no i would just like to uh wish everybody uh you know uh, a healthy and happy 2021 Let's hope things get better on on so many fronts, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to visit in person at some point, Trev. All right, that's Mark Ashcroft from Aurelius Minerals. They trade on the TSX Venture with AUL, and they are a sponsor of Mining Stock Daily, and I am also a shareholder. Uh, We'll be back later with some more market commentary, everybody. Take care. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.